You're listening to Speak On It with Who You With, Kirk Dog. I'm Elm, Who You With, Kirk Dog. Right now, we are discussing it, discussing uh, Amari Arbery um, uh, trial for the for the victim, for the Lord have mercy, I messed all that up, uh, for the suspect that actually killed Amari Arbery. Uh, the the uh, lawyer said last week that um, uh, we don't need any more black pastor coming here. Uh, so he put out the bird call. Now the black pastors are showing up uh, this week. So that will be interesting. We also discussed that uh, Cal Rittenhouse closing arguments start tomorrow. And also uh, we're talking about um, how people uh, take advantage of folks and try to take their land from them, either by force or our legal ways. So uh, uh, we actually talking with uh, all aboard out of Miami, Florida, who is on the phone line. So uh, uh, all aboard, go ahead with your statement. I didn't want to cut you off before you went too deep in, in that segment in. Um, well, I know you have to handle business. Um, I was just saying that um, this mob mentality um, is more common than we realize. Just the fact that, you know, even that they were allowed to have this mainly, mainly white jury in a town that is um, that, that, that is fairly diverse. It is um, about 30% African-American. And then I'm sure there are Mexicans and other people that live there as well, um, other Latinos and Hispanics. But to have, to find, to only be able to find one black person out of all of those people, and then to have the judge publicly say it, and then still proceed with the trial. Um, this is outrageous. Exactly. But unfortunately, unfortunately, if they're found not guilty, we know how that works. We even know the story of Emmett Till. <laughs> we know that, um, that this, we know about double jeopardy, where you can't be tried twice for the same crime, right? True. So, no. to me, it seems like like the fix is in. It, it is in. Now, it's just up to these white people to not be swayed by all of this attention. The only thing that can the only thing that can sway them is the public outrage. Exactly. Exactly. And and when we say public outrage, we're not talking about going down there tearing up stuff it's time to make a change (laughs) well i'm just saying we we speak non-violence on here uh but it's time for a change that's why we talk about on the show so much about getting registered to vote and also getting out and vote See, it's a difference. You got to do them both. Don't just get registered to say that you register, but you also need to do your civic duty and go out and vote. Um, I know for me, um, this last election we had last month uh, for the eight amendments we had here in Texas, I went and voted. Um, I don't care what it's for. I'm going to vote. So we definitely need to get out and vote. Because they can make a difference in the long run. Uh, these eight amendments, unfortunately, all of them pass. Uh, some of them, I feel like they shouldn't pass. But I can't do it by myself. And the thing is, some people think it's not important. But those small elections like that, where they're not playing ads and asking you to get out and vote, 
Well, guess what? They're going to put our laws around those amendments that pass. So hopefully y'all go ahead and get registered next year. We could get a uh, Greg Abbott up out of here. Um, and what you was talking about in Louisiana, about people coming in, shooting folks in the back and stuff like that. That have been done in the history of America a lot, because when we talk about uh, the uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma riot, um, uh, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina riots, all the different riots that happen, they happen for the simple fact that black was thriving during that time in those cities and people was jealous and they come in and take over by force. So uh, kind of like even down in your way, Florida, uh, what city was that? Uh, they did a movie about it with Vin Ring. Rosewood. 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 And matter of fact, with Rosewood, uh, the, the Senate of Rosewood, they actually paying for them to go to college. Um, I did a story on that. I believe it was last year I did a story about it. So um, uh, they are paying for their grandkids and all of them to go to college. Anybody who family was affected by that riot. So a lot of people don't realize that. But a, a lot of these riots where it was a mass killing of black folks were basically because the black area was thriving. I believe it was in it was in North Carolina, South Carolina, but they they was very popular, had banks, different business and all of this all owned by black folks. And then the mob came in and uh, uh, stopped all of that. So. Yeah. We all know about um, Greenwood and Tulsa at this point, um, but there there were a bunch of Black Wall Streets around the country, but they were all systematically destroyed with the help of the local government. True. And that's the thing, with the help of the local government. And this is what I would say about voting. If voting was not important, they would not be going behind the scenes, working so hard to change the map. That's that's so true. Down. Voting voting booths, um, voting um, um, to close down the election um, offices in black communities to to, to create um, laws to to disenfranchise black people specifically. If your vote did not matter, they wouldn't be doing this. They would focus on something else. Exactly. This is it's important. Your vote matters, and I've seen people politicians on a smaller scale who have actually just gone out door to door and met with their their neighbors, which is also a risk when you're dealing with being a black person. Because knocking on a person's door, we know that can get you shot. Well, well, the, th the thing is, a lot of them don't do that no more. But um, last year when Kurt Johnson and Junior, um, I forgot his last name, when they ran for city council in the city of Grand Prairie, um, they actually uh, knocked on doors. They knocked on doors and showed up at people's houses asking for their support. And that's where I became to know, to realize who they were, because I'm like, hey, that's, they doing what they need to do. They doing it the old school way. 
there was a black politician, and when I get her name, I'll bring it back up on the show. I, I forget, I forget her name, but her election was won by I believe seven votes. It's a lot of them like that. Mm-hmm. So don't think your votes don't matter. They want you to feel that way. Your vote matters. If not, if it, if you don't win the election, you're still influencing the way they're gonna act in the future. They're gonna have to address you if you have numbers voting against them. That's still making leaving an impression with those politicians. Like, okay, these people are serious. They have the potential to get us out. Let's give them something. Exactly. That's how it works. And and here's another thing. Uh, while we're talking about voting in, in Texas, we have in a lot of states, we have a lot of major elections coming up next year. So get registered now for you will be ready. Now we've talking about history that that had taken place in America. This is the same history where they call critical race theory. That is it is true history of America, but they call it critical race theory to try to prevent people from uh, making it seem like it's all fake, but it's not. And then on top of that, Greg Abbott don't want to talk about the history of America in school. So if we don't talk about it, then what happened, it dies with us. That's why we need to keep it going. That's why the true history of America need to be taught in school. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And America have a lot of ugly history. And, and, And that's another thing. A lot of people end up becoming, um, when, when you don't know your history, you're not even going to know the good part. Exactly. You can, you're not going to know how much potential. I'm telling you, in America, they would not, they would not focus so hard on, on suppressing African Americans and minorities in general. But I'm going to speak for the African, African Americans because African Americans have really had it the hardest in this country. Um, yeah. Outside of you know Native Americans and things like that, they did get compensation. Um, um, they wouldn't try this hard if they weren't afraid of the progress. You know what I mean? Um, if they weren't afraid of the progress and they didn't see the, the potential and the power in African Americans, they would not be worried about you. Exactly. They put they put that Asian that Asian bill through quick, and I haven't heard nothing about Asian hate since. Nothing else. And they still haven't passed the uh, black hate bill. <laughs> so uh, they not they not concerned about black folks. That's the no, history of America. Stay on their neck. Stay on their neck. Don't let up. Keep speaking on it. Exactly. Um, now, now also we're dealing with the history of America. Uh, just like the story I was going to start with, but I know we got all off topics. Um, but the the story I was going to start with talking about these uh, uh, teenage boys here in Texas on Halloween, they decided to dress up in clan in Klansman outfits and terrorize black kids on Halloween, where they even tased um, one black kid with a stun gun. So. I did see an article. I didn't get to read much into it yet. Well, it, it's just not hitting the the um, 
the news where I just ran across it. It may have been Friday or yesterday I seen it, but it's very disturbing. And not only that, the school, Woodsboro High School in Woodsboro, Texas, they know about this incident. The police is investigating this incident, but here it is. These high school students still allowed to play in Friday night football. Instead of being charged with a hate crime. Exactly. So the NWACP and the attorney is trying to get it to be a hate crime. And um, and the school just put out a statement saying that they are aware of the issue. And until the investigation is going on, they won't. They're going to allow the investigation to get finished first. Now, the Texas Ranger is also investigating this incident. But it never should happen because the question is, a couple of questions, because I said at the beginning, I have some questions about this. First of all, where did these young men find these outfits at? Mm-hmm. How did they get their hands on Klansman outfits? Uh, then, where was the parents? The parents didn't know they didn't know they was going out on Halloween like this. What I've noticed is that every year at Halloween, and I've I've talked about this ever since Trayvon, right? Every year at Halloween, they use that as an excuse to wear their black face and to um, make fun of victims of shootings. After Trayvon, there was a big thing where they were wearing hoodies and holding skittles in Arizona. And um, they bring out their clans robes. They feel that way all year. But, you know, they, they can get away with it being like a joke. Like, oh, it's just a costume. They would not tolerate this if this was a Nazi uniform. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be an issue for us. It, it would be a no-no. But when it's scaring black folks, and and one boy was tased, but it was reported that they terrorized at least six of the kids. Now, I just so happened, and I think, ooh, this had to been at least 20, 20 some years ago. I think back in 98 or something like that, I went to Galveston for the weekend and um, just so happened and they was having a clam rally down there. And uh, me and a group of friends, we was, we was going somewhere on our way to the beach or something and they had the roadblock off, didn't know why. So we pulled up in the parking lot with everybody else and here come the Klansmen in full outfit walking in the street of Galveston. I'm like, wow. Right. But God forbid um, a a black, a black um, power movement or someone comes through a town. Um, I forget. I think it's the no F around. No F around. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And actually, I need to do an update on him because I don't know if the leader is still in in jail or not uh uh if he's still in jail because he did get arrested uh they claim he pointed a a gun at a 
at a uh, police officer or or somebody at a rally and um uh, so i don't know if he's out of jail i need to do a follow-up story on him and see well, you know, a black man in a beret is way more dangerous than a white man in a a, a clan's outfit. Um, oh, most definitely. Matter of fact, they, they're not getting arrested. So these white, these white, um, white hate groups, they get to thrive and make money, and they're doing illegal activities. Um, there's a lot of drugs that are passing through those organizations. They're funding it through criminal activities. I don't see any RICO RICO charges being hit on them. But they're worried about all the rappers. The whole music industry, they're getting those RICO charges. But I have yet to see one on that organized crime going on in the KKK. Exactly. Matter of fact, um, I actually uh, seen this, um, seen this uh, documentary this morning. And I cannot think the name of it. It was early this morning I seen it. And it was talking about the... Um, first black mayor of uh i believe it was philly first black mayor of philly and they did a documentary of him now here's the key with that uh with doing the documentary they talked about when they bombed that block uh for the fact that um, um it was the move the move building move it was called Move. That was the Move organization. It was the organization. Or, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but bomb from the helicopter? It, when they dropped the bomb from the helicopter, I keep looking at my window because somebody stopped in front of my house and I, I'm trying to see who it is. I have my blinds open. Normally, I don't have them open. But um, uh, it wasn't that that particular documentary, but this was strictly about the about the first black mirror of um and they was talking about it and basically he took the blame for it but he wasn't the cause of it because the fire chief and the police chief went behind his back and decided to do this without his knowledge. I saw that. So he was a figurehead. Because he was because he was the mayor it happened on his watch, even though he had no knowledge what they was doing. Had no knowledge at all. And they went behind his back and first thing they did was say, well, he gave us the okay. He didn't have any knowledge of it, none whatsoever. And I'm trying to, now I'm thinking, um, I'm trying to pull up uh uh, trying to pull up his name because uh, it was crazy. Uh, unfortunately, and and they was interviewing different people, and they was like, um, because he was the head in charge, and because of that, he he said it happened to. Happened on my watch. So he took the blame for it, even though he had no knowledge of it. And I believe they said in there it cost him his re-election because people was pissed off because of it. And they was actually had death threat and all of that because of it. But he had he had absolutely no knowledge of it. Um, 
I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, so, but go ahead with your statement while I'm trying to pull it up uh, all aboard. Um, no, I did hear about that. And that I'm sorry. Um, no, I heard about that. And that was um, a stain on American history. And I, I, the thing that I've noticed is um, whenever they bring out the bombs, it's, um, it's normally, whenever they bring out the weapons on, on, against American citizens in America, yes. it's done against black people that are um, taking a stand to and not that I necessarily agree with with all of their positions or anything like that, but I noticed the same sort of tactics aren't really used um, against other people. And you can argue, you can argue, Waco. Nope, nope, because um, that was a completely different thing. But dropping a bomb—I've only heard of that happening, heard of it in Tulsa. In in um, Philadelphia, and then I heard of it again when they sent the, the bombs in in Dallas for um, for the black men that um, shot some police officers in Dallas. Yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, and and they they used a um, a, uh, a not a drone but a low tank automatic a low uh, some type of tank they use, a small one that blew up, blew him up. So, yeah. Well, that, that device was usually used to negotiate. They told them that they were bringing him a cell phone. And um, I don't think that's right because you're, you're supposed to have due diligence. You're supposed to be brought to justice. You don't get to be an executioner. Um, you, that's something that doesn't that isn't afforded to these terrorists. They don't do that in Charlotte. They don't do that. I mean, they just get free reign to walk around the streets and cause terror. Yes, and and I did find the name of the first black mayor, Reverend Doctor W. Wilson Good Senior. Um, so definitely, yeah. Once he left um, left uh, uh, politics, he's an ordained minister and. Uh, devoted his life to uh, to the ministry, so it's definitely a good watch. Um, trying to see if I could uh, pull up uh, the name of it of the story, but um, if that's the stories, and but if you pull up his name, it's definitely a good watch. It's about an hour long, and I watched it this morning. I was like, oh, wow. And just so happened, I just accidentally found it. Um, it was early. Most of the news wasn't on yet. So I was just flipping channel and I said, oh, this sounds good. And start watching and it was good. So uh, definitely check it out if you get the opportunity. It's a, it's a documentary on Reverend Dr. W. Wilson Good Sr., uh, first black mayor of uh, Philadelphia, and um, uh, you could definitely um, pull it up. I seen it on um, uh, BNC, uh, BNC this morning, Black News Channel. I them. Yes, Mike Lamont Hill, I believe, is on there. Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike Lamont Hill. Yes, he's on there. Um, Mike Hill is on there also. Too. 
And so, it's some good stories that come out of there. So definitely uh, support BNC. Um, They give it to you uh, straight up. They're not going to sugarcoat it. They're going to give it to you like it happened. So so definitely check out BNC. And um, I'm sure if you go to their website, it'll be something on there about this documentary. And um, it was actually pretty good hour long. Um, I enjoyed it. It was early about six something this morning when I seen it. <laughs> so um, it was real early. But so um, as always, all aboard, I always appreciate whenever you call in. We're getting, we're getting prepared for our end of the year show. We're working on some things. We're going to be giving away grab bags and stuff like that. So uh, definitely continue to tune in. If you know somebody that is uh, uh, want to hear the truth about some things, uh, definitely invite them to come. Um, we haven't set a date of our last show of the year, but uh, we're working on that because both our schedule is crazy right now. Um, I've been saying that on, on the show for a while that, um, sometime I may come on late. Some days I may not be able to come on at all because I'm extremely tired. My hours have changed. I have to be at work earlier. So, and I work long hours, but, uh, definitely continue to tune in and, um, uh, and hopefully one day we'll get you on the show. Um, You'll come in and actually be on camera with us. So hopefully we'll be able to do that. Well, see, <laughs> no, I definitely support the show. And um, if I can't, if I can't catch the live, I catch the replay. I know so you I'm do. Able to catch the live tonight, so I'm happy. Yeah, because I was like, I'm like, okay, I was doing a lot of stuff, and I'm, I'm think, I'm trying to prepare for the week. So I'm like. You know what? It's early. I'm gonna do the show a little bit live because I'm not doing nothing right now. As it get later, five o'clock still come early in the morning, <laughs> so it's like I need to try to get to bed early. So um, I'm working it out. You know, they like saving time as well, so you gotta get all reactivated and readjusted. But we appreciate you. All your viewers do. I always learn something. Um, you and Miss Risky, always, I'm always learning, and so <laughs> you keep doing, you keep speaking on it, and I'll keep listening. I appreciate it, all aboard, and you always welcome to call in during the live shows, and um, uh, always keep us informed because you be bringing us some good history too. I'm, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna see if we're able to do it before the end of the year. Uh, what you was talking about, what's going on in New Orleans, but. Miss Risky been working on something. That's why she haven't been doing history on Thursdays because she's working on something for the end of the year. Well, we both are, but we can make sure we can have it going the way that we need it to go. Uh, one thing that we're working on is the difference between white laws and black laws. We've done a show like that before, but there's so many things going on. We're going to do another one. We're going to have different shows compared, different um, cases that are similar, but different outcome. So that's some, something that we definitely working on. And um, But other than that, 
I I should be here tomorrow. Uh, it's Monday, so it's going to be a long day. Uh, I should be on sometime, probably try to be on by 8 p.m. tomorrow. So um, if not, I'll still come on, but it may not be long. So, uh, uh, so other than that, I appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, allowing me to invade your space. I know you could be anywhere, but you chose to hang out with me. I appreciate it. I love each and every one of you. Until then, peace.